Welcome, everyone, to Gabbin with Babish. My name is John Newman, and I am a big fan of the YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I am also a huge fan of the internet cooking show Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Hell yeah. Episode four, baby. Episode four. James, you want to intro our guest this week? Sure. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's just get right into it. Joe Strix. My name is Joe Strix, and I'm a guest of the YouTube cooking show talking about... I'm sorry. I ruined it already. This is Gabbing with Babish. How dare you? I tried. You're Keep the names great. out your mouth. Okay. Hey, fellas. Hey, how, how are you? Doing? Doing? I'm Welcome. good. How are you guys? Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It's Thank great you for to, uh, Let's hold for applause. This bit will never get old. Thank you. <laughs> what do you mean this bit will never I don't, get old? Yeah, I don't, nope. Oh, me just asking for applause this first time I'm being on yeah, the show. Yeah, right, okay. yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, it will never get old because it is a one-time thing because yeah. this is the first time you're here. Yeah, subsequent guests, feel free. Absolutely. Perfect. I like it. Um, uh, how do we say the word of what this episode? Episode four. <laughs> I think you do, you do your most racist Italian yeah. impression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you seen? Oh, I just burped into the mic. That's so <laughs> gross. I was like Howard Stern. No, no, no. That's, also, that's also correct pronunciation. <laughs> yeah, you know, there has to be a burp in our. That's how you pronounce the Italian. pasta dish. That's, yeah. Yeah. that's a Southern Italian thing. It's a new Pete Holmes bit about the only allowed, like the only uh, thing you're allowed to be racist to still is Italians. Yeah, yes. It's oh, not a bad bit. Oh, the new Pete Holmes bit. Is that new? Is it, I don't know. It's I'm, old. I'm, I don't know. I'm shitting on Pete Holmes. Let's cut this. Have you seen his hit show, Crashing? <laughs> it's like comedy. Oh, it describes I would love our to lives. See, I would love to see a show about stand-up comedy yeah, someday. Dude. You know what this world needs is more shows about stand-up comedy. I also wish that there's a podcast where open mic comedians talk with other open mic comedians. Ooh, that'd I think. be really good. We should, well, you know what? We should stop this one <laughs> real, and just talk about stand-up comedy. Real quick. I like how quickly you have fallen into the uh, rhythm with the intro of this podcast. Like ver- it took you a minute to find your rhythm on uh, comedians and coffee getting coffee or whatever. Comedians and coffee getting cars. Yeah. Everyone go listen guess, to my old you're podcast. You're talking a lot. Like you have a lot of no, knowledge. I've, I've heard your past three episodes. Okay, good, I think they're very good. good. Cool. I used to have a podcast. What are you saying about it? I'm saying you you this intro based on the past three listens of the first three episodes. You're you've nailed this intro in the, in the similar formulaic way where it gets the point across. Without being uh, annoying about it. Oh, great! Thank yeah. you very much. Same way that you had your like rehearsed, recited little comedians, comedians and coffee, and coffee getting, getting cards. Just a plug for your old pod is really what I was yeah, going for. Plug a podcast that I don't do anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, episode four of Binging with Babish. He makes pasta alio e o. Oh, do it. Pasta alio olio. I think that's how you say it. I'm I think not so. Exactly sure. It is from a very chef. Italian from chef. Hey guys, what's up? I'm back with a new episode, and it's been kind of a long week, so I wanted to make something a little quicker, a little easier this week, and I've always wanted to try that pasta aglio olio from that flirtatious scene in Chef. And look at this, it only has six ingredients. Perfect. Now this is an example of a recipe that is greater than the sum of its parts. It was absolutely fantastic. If you don't believe me, let's hear what I said after my first bite. Mm. Oh shit, it's good. Mm. It really was that good. The only thing missing was John Favreau for me to make sexy eyes at. Great movie. Never seen it. I like that movie You've quite a bit. You've never seen it? Never seen it. It's a great, great movie. It gets some flack, I guess, because there's really not that much conflict and everything just works out happily. Right. But that's also 
kind of why I love it. Because sure. it's just like a happy... It's just a nice like thing. The biggest tension in it is that he doesn't get along with his ex-wife, and then he gets along with his hey, ex-wife. Isn't that the biggest tension in the world at this moment, though? Yeah. But I mean, it's, uh, he yells at a food critic or something at one point. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I mean, tense. he kind of deserved it. Yeah. Um, the, the, I like that movie for a lot of reasons. One, uh, people always talk about like you, when movies like New York City as a character. In <laughs> Chef, the <laughs> food actually is... like they. There's so many beautiful shots of that him is, just making it is, food. It is true. There are serious food porn like moments where he makes dishes completely accurately and this is like probably one of the biggest examples of it where it was like where they were jobbed that food wasn't a supporting actor nominee at the Oscars yeah 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 yeah. there is a Cuban sandwich (laughs) yeah this movie that I was gonna say this movie also got me to try again and fall in love with Cuban sandwiches they're so good they are fantastic and before this movie I'd had one and I was like, this isn't good. And then I realized it was because I got it at a diner in upstate New York. And I was yeah. like, oh, shocker uh, that the, the Cuban the birth sandwich. Place, the birthplace of Cuban cuisine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is Buffalo, New York. Yeah. <laughs> um, Did you Have you made one yourself? I've never made one myself because you need. It seems a lot of work. It's so much it's ham, work. What is it? Like, ham, Swiss? It's ham, ham and pork. Ham and pork. It's oh, ham, yeah. pork. Roast pork. Um, Sauerkraut, I believe, right? No. Well, you should Swiss say this. Swiss cheese, pickles. He, he eventually... We'll get there in like 10 or 15 yeah, episodes. He, he does it later. I think there's the four recipes from this movie later on. This is the first one. Sure. Oh, yeah, they're right. They do the molten lava. All right, we're getting ahead of ourselves. The other thing I love about this movie, and you can see it in this scene, is uh, John Favreau, yeah. not that attractive of a man. Uh-huh. He's uh, a big, burly, round man. His yeah. ex-wife is Sofia Vergara, yep. who he gets back together with. Yep. And in the meantime, the love interest, who both are super into him, is Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Yes. He well, he's got to run like that. That's insane. like he has the same thing in "I Love You, Man." Where his is it? Jamie Presley, maybe. He's his, in "I Love yeah, You, Man." I think that he's, is Jamie he's Presley. In "I Love You, Man," he's uh, um, I, point being, he tries to befriend uh, or Paul Rudd tries to be his friend, and uh, John Favreau's wife in the movie is again just smoking hot. Yeah, and yeah. like I think is, the, is I think a known the goal small every... dick haver in the movie. <laughs> like she keeps talking about his tiny penis. Yes, I think the goal of every man in Hollywood is to be in a position of power where you can cast a woman who you could never achieve in <laughs> real could, life. You could have stopped your... at being in a position of power. That's, that was... that's a good point. That's a great point. <laughs> Uh, um, this rest I've made this before. This, you have made this. Now you personally have made this rest. I have, yeah. Which is interesting because some of these are not worth making but no. this does look like it is easy to make fantastic. super easy and really delicious like he says i think that like some point he says like the some of its parts like don't add up to it. it's so so good yeah. it's really good how long does it take you to make this recipe from beginning to end yes. 15 minutes that's it yeah do you, do you spend the most amount of time on the forest of parsley that you have to put inside you, of it's, it's mostly would, chopping garlic i was gonna say i would bet i would say 11 minutes of that is chopping the garlic into yeah. that was a pound and a half of garlic yeah that he threw into the most olive oil i've ever seen <laughs> That was, a, that was that was an ocean of all. It was a olive oil hot. It tub. really was. It was crazy how much it's like garlic a deep fryer. It's really so in chef. It looks the garlic looks so much better because mm-hmm. they use like giant heads of garlic. Yeah. Right. The ones I used were a little too small. So if I did it again, I'd want much bigger garlic. You want, like so you get substantial slices. Here's my question: While you're eating the dish, are you just crunching into bits of garlic? No. So the key with this oh, dish, you got to sweat them out. I've watched, I've watched many videos about how to make this dish. Multiple <laughs> people do it on the internet. You need to slowly bring up the garlic and the olive oil. So it basically just becomes like garlic perfumed olive oil. And then the garlic Ooh. becomes so soft that it just, it's, kind, it just of kind of melts apart. into okay. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't really notice it. And it's a very mellow garlic flavor. Interesting. Sure. I would hope in this now in the video, um, <laughs> John Favreau makes this dish for Scarlett Johansson. What looks like post sex. 
Yeah, it, it certainly doesn't appear I would appear hope to be so. that it's post-sex because there is so much garlic in this dish <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that if they were to eat this and then have sex, <laughs> the amount of garlic breath would yeah. be so it would just be that be you, you wouldn't be able like you could still have the intimate moment but you couldn't not like be about to come would, and then be like it's your breath I can smell your breath it would from turn all you the, off to sex yeah. I think is what it would do like I you, think it would make you she was so dressed and put together though that I wonder because he she scene, wasn't though she was like movie movie dress she was like you know she's wearing like a long black t-shirt it looked like or something I, think, I don't know I think, I'm gonna go I think it was post-sex it because she also gave the perfect post post o like just ate a bite of food face when she did her first bite you know that, that like unspoken thing that you do when someone makes you something and then you go like mm-hmm. and you like do like eyebrows up like like a side eye almost really yeah. like, mm-hmm. like she did that <laughs> to him it? what's so, the noise like mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm sorry i missed it one more yeah. time one more time one more time mm-hmm. no that sounded that's different, different than the other that's times. like that's that like getting your sorry no, no let, me, let me try off. let me try one more time <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, there you, you get it. Right. Let the Wookiee win. Were you just John just flexed with his Wookiee impression. <laughs> That's all he did. John this was like, oh, four- John was like, oh, our guest is going to do a Wookiee impression. I'm going to show this motherfucker. Uh, it's episode four, and I haven't been able to do it yet. I am just waiting for a Gollum <laughs> reference, and I will go to town. Oh, well, we're going to eventually. Eventually, he will make the potatoes from. Two towers, and then I'll go. What's Tantra's precious? <laughs> All right, well, now we got it. We got it. <laughs> I was just begging. Cut for it, it, print it, podcast over. <laughs> Shut it down. <laughs> um, uh, what was I gonna say? Okay, so the scene before, I'm still on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, he's like, let me, let me take you over to my place and make you some food. And she's like, I don't know. He's like, let me make you some food. And then they Code cut to sex. this scene. Mm-hmm. So. Is that, do you think it was they got home, they had sex, and then he was like, now yes, I'll make you the I food. I do, because also he's wearing a different t-shirt in this. He's wearing a, that post-sex t-shirt. That's the, a like, good point. That like, plain gray. Right. Yeah, like, he wasn't wearing that at work. Like, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone has that post-sex yeah. shirt. And I will say, there is no food in the world better than food eaten immediately after having sex. Except it's usually not, maybe this is just because I'm not a good it's cook. usually not made. It's like usually that. Doritos yeah. by the handful. Yeah. Just it's like a peanut butter. It's like a peanut butter sandwich. Because that together. takes that also takes work. <laughs> that doesn't take any work. If you consider making a peanut butter sandwich work, you are the laziest person uh, in the world. Have you ever made pasta post sex? No. no. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I, I have me, ordered me neither, pasta post sex. But like that feels yeah. like it's really you put the pasta in and you make the sauce in the amount of time that the pasta cooks. And so in the amount of time it takes to have sex, really, you put it on first, have sex. But you need to do all your chopping before. I would, yeah, I would we'll chop share. the garlic before sex. Yeah, and then have sex. <laughs> Can with I tell you what I would hands? do? Yeah, with garlic hands. Chop. Get the garlic hands all over the the ladies' parts, and then <laughs> I'm I'm a big fan of like efficiency, and I think I do the garlic. I chop the garlic during sex. I think is probably my move. Ooh, smart, yeah. intriguing. Yeah. yeah, my girlfriend made a. a it's garlic. also a turn on to be a multitasker. Yeah. So <laughs> everyone knows that multitasking is a natural aphrodisiac. <laughs> my girlfriend made a garlic soup yesterday, and it, uh, I didn't have any wait, of it. Ju- wait, hold on. Yep, it's garlic chicken broth soup? and garlic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just chunks of garlic and water. Uh, it was like a garlic broth. Uh, it was like chicken sock, and then she put garlic and some like vegetables in it, and like cooked it for a long time. Okay, and then dropped a couple eggs in it, like a stragatelli. What is Ooh. it? I don't know. It's like an Italian. I, I may have said it wrong, but it's an Italian soup. It's like an Italian Flat egg drop. Also, oh, it's like an Italian egg drops. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and Wait, then, so they are they they become like poached eggs? Kind of like they become like swirly, like egg drop. They become like little strands of egg. And then so she <laughs> took the garlic out after done with it and like chopped it up and like dipped it on bread and like so she had like garlic on garlic. I saw oh, her later baby. that night and like I'm miles away from her and I can still smell the garlic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so no, much yeah, one hundred percent. 
few things Gar- are garlic. Yeah, few things in the world hang around as long as garlic. They're, they're like, Your like, creepy friend doesn't hang the, around as long as garlic. It is the most delicious. Does. Like it is the most universally delicious thing that is also the most like onion. You know, not everyone's a fan of onion, and it sticks around. But like, you'd be hard pressed to find hard pressed. What's up, juices? You guys like pressing garlic? Let's. Uh, should I leave forever? Well, you're only on this episode. We'll regroup yeah, next yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, once you leave, you'll leave forever. Oh, God, I hate all of my riffs forever. <laughs> <laughs> no, garlic. I Yeah, one time I made a garlic uh, uh, grilled cheese. It was one of the best things I've ever made, but I used roasted garlic. Oh, yeah. Which, if you've never done, roasting garlic is the best. It just becomes like garlic butter, and you just rub it on. That's what I was going to say. Is you but de- it, Sorry, you, you roast it you cut the top off and you yes. roast it in it's basically like oh, your and shells then it and, then, and then yeah and then you just kind of reach in oh. with a knife and you, you can spread it Hell but fucking, it, yeah. it made my house and body smell for I think <laughs> three and a half days it isn't what is it's insane how you sweat it out like every single yeah. part it, of your you body can, smells yeah. like garlic you can tell when somebody has eaten garlic recently within and the last crazy. month yeah yeah <laughs> it's it insane around. I don't uh, sorry go ahead I was gonna say I just don't work out enough for anyone to smell it I bet people that go to the gym and eat garlic a lot. As soon as you go to the gym, it's like everywhere. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, more gyms should smell like garlic. Yeah, let's do as many references to what we think happens at as a gym as possible. <laughs> yeah, 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 people like. Uh, Can you imagine what a gym is like? Oh God, I have no idea. I, I belong to. I belong to a gym. I have been uh, three times, and I have spent two hundred and fifty dollars on the gym. <laughs> all right, let's all say what we think a gym smells like in three. One, two, three. Garlic. Yeah, obviously. Garlic. Yes. I was going. Yeah, I think we're all on the same page. Cool. That one, two, three. All right, all right. Quick. Let's get back Thank to this you. episode too, because. This, this is, is still, are we, this is a an order of business on this podcast. Are we acting as if we don't know what future episodes of this show are like? No. We've already We're, referenced <clears throat> future episodes. No, I think we, I think we can. Okay, because then I enjoy this episode because it is a throwback to the old binging with Babish in that he is, he is still Fraser in Fraser theme song. He, yeah, Fraser theme song. He's in his old kitchen and he's not. Not that I don't enjoy a comfortable host, but he is still self-conscious enough where he's not cracking jokes and he's just showing you how to cook, mm-hmm. which is, it's interesting to see the juxtaposition of like what happens when somebody is like, oh, I know what I'm doing and I can fucking handle this. It's, it, I like seeing the progression sort of, of like, him. Uh, for, sort of like you guys with this podcast. Yeah, yeah. In like, yeah, in like <laughs> 80 episodes will be good. Right yeah. now, this is a garbage podcast. It's a, it's a nightmare. I wonder, so you like it better now than it was I'm, back then. I, it's not that I like it better. I'm in enjoying seeing what it was right and it's and knowing what it's gonna become i don't think you have to compare the two you can enjoy no, I don't, both. no and that's, yeah. sure. that's what i'm saying is like i think it's it's just interesting to see how it started and like what he has gone on to yeah i think it's interesting and, in a couple ways one uh just in the fact that we all do stand up and like we're so constantly uh thinking about getting better and progression yes that it's yeah. i think anytime i see someone doing something creative or where they're producing something mm-hmm. it's fun to see that they figure out the kinks and it's just absolutely. a matter of doing it for a long absolutely. time yeah. but i also wonder i remember when this was just a text message thread between the three of us <laughs> before it was a podcast mm-hmm. and he hit i think the a million subscribers or some milestone and then he showed his face and did a little bit about his personality and i'm like oh it's ruined it has no mystique it was very, it was very upsetting it, i like, wasn't a fan of that no because when you can't see his face this could be anyone cooking this yeah. and it's like it it had a, a stickiness and we were like, oh it's this guy yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. it had that like al from home improvement thing where you're like i know you know what 
even like them holding back his real face makes it more intriguing. Yeah. Do they ever show Al's face on in that the show? Fin- in the series in the finale. Oh, that show sucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's me being shocked that you think it sucks. I'm, yeah, I'm coming out strong against that show. Did you see the Dana Carvey uh, documentary about the Dana Carvey show? Yes, yes. it's fantastic. My favorite part of the documentary. They're they talking the promo. Oh, it's so funny. They're showing. They go, yeah. They're showing uh, how ridiculous and insane of a show the Dana Carvey show was. And then it's this whole segment about how the lead-in was home improvement. Right. And they show this segment of uh, Randy has cancer. He's like, I don't want to die, Dad. A very special home improvement, followed by the Taco Bell Dana Carvey show. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just saw Colbert laughing. Oh, it's my so God. Docu- good. Yeah, the documentary is fantastic. It's, it's so good. The n- number of people involved in that show is incredible. Right. Uh, yeah. Including uh, past episode subjects. Uh, and now disgraced chicken maker, Louis. Oh yeah, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. <laughs> <laughs> he's not really in it though. No, he, he's, he's no, just he was the a writer. Head he writer. was the head yeah, writer. He was the head writer, but the documentary he didn't want to do for some reason. Maybe because he knew that allegations were about to come out. That <laughs> I, could... I honestly think he did. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like it was so quickly before then, and there had been so much uh, Swirl. swirling. Yeah, that yeah. I think it's interesting. All right, chef, back to it. But I think that. Uh, <laughs> It is interesting seeing his progression because there's something very nice about these old episodes where it's he's a little nervous. Yep. Yeah. It's straight just yeah. uh, just the cooking of the food, not as much personality. Yeah. Which is nice in a way, but it's also like, oh, it's 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 fun to see when you get you know, a little bit of like cockiness. And to he's you. also not like this is a simpler recipe. It's interesting to see him go from he did the Il Timpano, which is which is not that it's necessarily complicated. It's just a lot Time versus versus this, which is a 15 minute what five ingredient yeah. pasta dish which right. like it, well that's what i've always liked about the show is that it has been a way of like he most of the stuff he does in a way where it's like yeah you can do this like it's not impossible right even the il tempano you're like right. i just don't want to do that it's, <laughs> even when it's impossible he's like this is insane eventually like he gives you the promise eventually like i'll show you the way to do this that's like manageable yeah. for right. you but it's nice range because there's lots of yes. super complicated dishes, lots of medium ones, and lots of easy ones. So that's, yes. you can have your pick. Exactly. Mm. Um, can we talk about how useless that fork that he serves that uh, pasta that is? That he on? loves. I don't mind it. I, okay. No, I know. I know. I believe uh, Mr. Babish has it tattooed on his arm now. Yeah, he does. But yeah. there is no purpose for that other than twirling. This feels like the kind of thing where if you ever were to use this implement once, you would lo- you would you would change your mind immediately. But what is what could that possibly use for other than swirling pasta? It's to a serve carla- it? it's a carving fork. It's for like a turkey. You stick it in a turkey oh, and then use the it knife. Oh, it is a carving. I'm sorry. I didn't, he didn't have wow, to use it once. I'm it just dummy. had to be explained to James. <laughs> yeah, listen, listen, I didn't even need to more, convince yeah. him. <laughs> I'm ready to learn. Okay, I'm here. I'm ready to go. I will give you this. No, you know J- what? J- Fuck it. It's dumb. He shouldn't have a tattoo of it. Use a regular fork. I'm sticking to it. I was just about to But it does give nice height. Like, it's a nice presentation for pasta. Wait, 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 wait. wait. 100% it's a great... I feel like... No, that's the thing is... I feel like somebody made it for pasta Uh and used it. And someone was like, is that all this is used for? And they go... No, you, also you can, it you can use it to carve a turkey with. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, cool. It does My ancestor things. was like, hey, that's dumb. What is that? I was just about to say, James, you are at once, you are the friend of mine who I'd say is most malleable to like an opinion change. And also you will dig you dig your heels oh, in I'll a harder hill than anyone I'll else. I'll die in the smallest hill you can find, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, another interesting point. Uh, do you guys have preference of a lot of people talk about not wanting to get pasta at restaurants because they you can do it yourself? 
Will you? Well, what kind of idiot says that? <laughs> I think a lot of people don't like Italian. Re- they don't think Italian restaurants are as nice as some other ones because it's so accessible at home. I don't think they're going to the right Italian restaurant. Okay, I buy that because I because I've I had never really gone to that many of them until I got to New York. A and then B. Once I like kind of shopped around a little bit, I found like there's places to get good cheap. Italian food, a which is like tougher to like. Yeah. You know, a lot of times, it's you go to a place that's like a historic place, so they bump up the price because it's you know the atmosphere yeah. or whatever. They make it the pasta. They uh, make it a pasta, right? And uh, then you go like you know if it's like a special date night, you want to go somewhere where it is sort of they're selling authenticity, where it's like you know it's some recipe that's was in a restaurant founded by someone who showed up off the boat and then opened a restaurant when you could still do that, and then you know you're you're having good authentic Italian pasta. That seems worth it. Yes. There's also two different types of Italian restaurants that are worth going to. There's the upscale Italian, where it's like stuff you would never make at home by yourself, like certain types of seafood. Right. And like, like, scale, like d- yeah, and like different types of sauces that you're like, yeah, I can make red sauce at home, but there's there's like, like I'm not, I probably won't make an Alfredo sauce at home. Or, or I won't do, yeah, or like, that. yeah, I'm not going to take the time and effort to do all that at home. I could do it. Your home, right. but your like home well, pasta is yeah, a basic pasta. But like a well-made Italian dish is fantastic. Like a gnocchi. But then there's also the low, the um, like the lower class, like family Italian kitchen type place. Yeah. Which is awesome just for the atmosphere, just for like, Oh yeah, like yeah, I could make this at home, but there's people around. I'm getting drunk. Like you go with a right. group right. of people, and there's not unlimited breadsticks at home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. You, the second one you were talking about, Olive Garden. I'm I wasn't. I was thinking about a, a slightly nicer place, but obviously Olive like Garden to go is places on that place. Where it, when you're there, you feel like family. One, well, oh. I only been there because you are family. It's not <laughs> yeah. this feeling nonsense. <laughs> well, it's, uh, I'm, no, gonna, I, I'm sorry. I was thinking of a place. There's a place in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, if anyone lives there, it's called Angelo's. They have my favorite Italian dish I've ever had. It's a chicken fried chicken cutlet with capicola on saw on top. Excuse and me, then I you mean gabagool? Yeah, sure, gabagool. <laughs> <laughs> How you. Italians turned the word capicola into gabagool? It's all the bad things that happened to them. Like justified. It's just, it feels like a society that was thinking too fast for its ability to speak, and like eventually, because C's and G's are close together phonetically. They just those just became the same. Like, I think. It do, was, do you, are you saying Capricola? No, it's not a Capricola. Okay, you're talking. You got to slow it, down. I think it was a mob boss with a speech impediment who no one who no one wanted <laughs> to cross him. Yeah, no one wanted <laughs> to cross him. And they're like, yeah, well, we're just gonna call Gabagool from now on. Um, Gabagool. What, yeah. What'd you say? <laughs> yeah. You know like, what I, I meant. Yeah. <laughs> That's what this is called now. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Sorry. So Angelo's. Fried chicken cutlet, capicola on top, melted mozzarella on again. top, all served on top of a bed of penne pasta with red sauce. That sounds oh, great. Shit. It's one of the best meals I've ever had in my entire life. Sounds delightful. And you know it any- was like $14. Do you have any, because I have a plug for a good cheap Italian place as well. Yeah, well, we can do it in, I like the idea if we end these podcasts with different plugs of things that are not our comedy shows. <laughs> yes. So like we plug meals we've cooked for our girlfriends before. Plug yes. an Italian restaurant. Sure. Uh, I'm going to, this isn't the end, is it? Yeah, yeah, it should be time wise. We still got to get okay. to uh, things we want him to make. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. But, I'm but we do... also can abandon that if we and don't have to also, do it every time. There's no time limit. <laughs> it's also true. Uh, I'm gonna give a quick plug to San Marzano in uh, the East Village. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been there. Uh, it is. I have great. tried to go there 14 times and they have been full every time. We wow. make a res and uh, go. They have good cheap pasta, good cheap wine. 
Uh, they have a it's like a boar bolognese sauce with uh, I mean the whole the whole wheat spaghetti is great, but all of their varieties are good. They have a good burrata to start. It's amazing. San Marzano. I dig it. Um, I'll go with uh, oh, what's is it sauce that's on the Lower East Side? Have you been there? There's a restaurant called Sauce. It's called Sauce. It's very good. <laughs> I don't. I haven't been to that many. I feel like I feel like I might, based on what I'm thinking right now, be in that camp of I don't go to that many nice Italian restaurants because I'm like I can make pasta. I you like could, making. You pasta. could throw out a plug for the Olive Garden. I'll plug. I'll plug the Olive Garden. I've been to that one in Times Square. Some mm-hmm. friends went. I, went I thought we were going. Ironically, like we were not. <laughs> the only problem. No, the problem with going there. It's not that it's Olive Garden. It's that it's Olive Garden with prices that are 150 mm-hmm. percent higher than any other Olive Garden. Yeah, that in is the world. true. Um, I have a question though, because John, you're from the South, kind of. I'm because so growing up, I mean, well, it's Virginia. That, that, listen, baby. I'm from New York. Virginia's the South. Okay, right? sure. South from- Jersey's the South to me. So, <laughs> no, but because growing up Brunswick. in the tri-state area, I grew up in in like New York. Like Italian restaurants are like a go-to. There's always an Italian restaurant around. Everyone knows what a good Italian restaurant is. Yeah. Growing up in the South, do they have Italian restaurants, or is it like Olive Garden is the Italian restaurant? Yeah, it, they have Italian restaurants. It's a lot of chains. There was one near me growing up that we would go to every now and again. That was quite good. I wonder if it would hold up to today uh it, it's not in existence anymore fair. but I, uh, I enjoyed it a lot growing up and it felt pretty good my parents liked it so i, I bet it was not as good as like an authentic uh-huh. place but i think it was pretty good okay i have the same thing in michigan like it's th- there were there were places that like were purported as italian places but now looking back a lot of them are like local chains that you know yeah same sort of thing it would never hold up to a new york establishment yeah i'm know? always interested in by that because like uh, there's uh, so many Italians where I grew up. We always had good Italian food. Always had good pizzerias. Always had, and people are like, "Oh yeah, like you like pizza? Like pizza?" It's like, no. Like I have, we all have local. Yeah. There are three local places in my town that we would all fight over which was better, and then like Domino's wasn't even something you would. Which think was about. better? Yeah. Which was your Village Pizzeria is the king of all pizzerias. And who were its competitors? Uh, Prima Pizzeria, which is garbage. Although they- I've had a few times been pretty good, but growing up is a piece of shit. And they- then uh Leo's Pizzeria was the the town's favorite. We should definitely save this cuz the next episode is pizza. Ooh. Yeah. And yeah, we got All right, forget it. it. But Cut. I will say this. Cut it! Leo's in where I'm from is a Coney Island. And a Coney Island is just a deli. You call delis Coney Islands? Well, we had a string of places called Coney Islands in Michigan that were all delis essentially. Oh, like, been, like, I'm sorry, I've sorry, been, sorry not, not delis, there. diners. Yeah, I've been to one of those. You, you went to a Leo's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the best. And I ate a, a hot dog with chili and stuff on yeah, it. Yeah, you got a Coney dog? I had a Coney oh. dog. See, this is the other weird thing is because outside of the Tri-State area, there's no Greeks, so there's no diners. Yeah. You call a diner, you're like, oh, we're going to go to Denny's. It's the diner. It's like, no, that's no. not a diner. Right. No. That's a chain restaurant. You got it. You got it. We got to do a little, uh, little trip. To Michigan, and we'll get Coney dogs. Eventually, he will make a Coney dog in the show. Coney twelve dogs. Coney twenty twelve dogs. Coney twenty twelve dogs. <laughs> Hell yeah! All right, what do we want him to make based on this episode? Mm. I'd be interested in honestly just more easy pasta dishes because that was yeah. super easy. That's that does look like it could be done very and like just a whole series of like, hey, if you have twenty five minutes and you want to just cook up something that isn't just like ramen noodles or something, here's I a love pasta that. dish a you quick, could do. A quick series. Yeah. Duh. Love it. I want to see the way he pluses up something that I think we've all probably made at one point or another, which is buttered noodles. I want to see his version of like the most basic ass gross dish you can make, which is store bought pasta with butter. He makes like a mac and cheese that's pretty close at one point. Yeah, that's in Basics with Bab if she makes a mac and cheese. Ooh, that's a spinoff. Are we going to have a spinoff podcast? Uh, I think podcast? so. I also think we should have a Patreon where we make people pay to listen to part of these podcasts where we review the episodes that he makes people pay for. 
That's a great point. I'm yeah. so on board with that. Okay, okay cool. This yeah. is capitalism, and that's what we do. You capitalize. Oh, yes. If we get one person to buy it, I'll be so stoked. That's all, that's all you need. And then we'll just make fun of that person for wasting their money. <laughs> that's that's what you get for paying us. Yes, we make exactly. fun of you. I'd love to see him make um, like a qu- in that line like a quick stir fry. He might do that at some point. Ooh, but I feel like that seems I've like been, a nice. I've been that will take stir a walk. Walk. I'm so sorry. Waka right. Waka. That is uh, Asian Fozzie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for having me, bye.